the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Iron Real Estate. It's Saturday, and uh, we have our host, Scotty Herman, who will be joining our show uh, shortly. My name is Ace Watana Suparp, and uh, you can tune in to us at AM 970-1866-970-9622 every Saturday on AM 970. Uh, good morning, everyone. Dottie, good morning, are, you, are you on? Good morning, Dottie. How are you? I'm okay. I just just looking at this wonderful weather and saying, "My God, take!" I just stepped out for a second, and it's just it's just so it's like a perfect day. It's gorgeous, perfect isn't it, Daddy? Perfect, perfect Saturday morning. Perfect, but you know, Ace, um, I have been, you know, every week when I'm preparing for this show. I try to, besides for the basic kind of rules that always pretty much are standard for real estate and financing, I try to look at what's going on in the world and what's new. And I must have a million papers, and I'm reading, okay, recession risks, interest rates, hikes, um, Maybe we'll have a recession, but it'll be a soft landing. Then I've read another article yep. that says soft landings are a myth. Okay. Um, and actually, a lot of conflicting information. So mortgage rates are going up, um, but the demand is is still pretty big uh, because what are mortgage rates now? Right now, Dottie, mortgage rates are right around 6.25 for a 30-year fixed rate. Okay. So, uh, so a lot going on, a lot going on, definitely. Okay, so I think that maybe it was 19, I'm trying to remember what year it was, maybe it was 1980-something when they were up to 16% or 18% even. That was uh, 1984, Dottie. 1984. Uh, 40 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So, relatively speaking, I mean, there's all this drama about this interest rate. And, you know, for someone like me who's been around, and I, I think I've said it on the show a bunch of times, that I bought my first house during that time, and I think I took a, some kind of an arm or an adjustable. I don't look at that as 
like terribly high if you look at it as a if historically if you look at interest rates um i don't kind of look at it as particularly high what what is your opinion on that Dottie, i mean look there's just just like what you said there's a lot of drama uh in regards to rates going up from three percent to six and a quarter uh, within three months, right? But if you look at the macroeconomics and you look at the totality in terms of where rates were, um, basically 1984, we were at 16%. So when you look at the overall um, sort of historical data on rates, we're still at a very, very low low rate environment, right? And for folks that are not uh, taking advantage of the marketplace today, you know, you may look back at, at, at today's rates and, and, and really – and, and really regret uh, not exploring your options, right? With rent, rent prices at an all-time high, um, you know it may be an, it may be something that you want to at, at least think about, right? When looking at purchasing property, because you know real estate that asset class has always appreciated year after year after year, especially if you're able to hold on. Uh, so it's something that that folks should definitely um, you know at least explore. And be aware of their options, right? Because rent prices all around all around the country, because rates are up, are at an all time high. So, yeah. Well, actually, you know, the stock market. I believe it was it came up somewhat yesterday, but it came up I mean, yesterday. That's right. Inflation's coming down a little bit, Dottie. I mean, you know, watches and cars. You couldn't. You know, there was such a shortage, but now, literally within a week or two. Uh, the prices of watches are coming down. Gas prices you're seeing coming down. So I think, I think we're close to sort of um, you know getting a little bit of um, getting in the inflation rates under control. We still have a little bit of a ways to go. Uh, that's why I truly believe in July we're probably going to be raising it at least 50 to 75 basis points more. And then after that, I think I think we're gonna I think the government's going to really assess the situation and see where we are. You know, one of the things that I try to tell everybody is, look, you know, during the pandemic, we definitely, um, I I truly believe we definitely kept the rates uh, low a little too long, right? A little little longer than we should have. And now what the government is doing is they're trying to control inflation, there's supply chain issues, and they're trying to raise rates quickly. I think what we're going to see that by next year, because we've raised rates so quickly, once we have inflation under control, we may see rates come back down uh, because it's just a natural progression, Dottie. So this year we might see rates at 7%, but I truly, truly believe that by next year we'll have some opportunities to refinance and really get into the low 5, 5% range, Dottie. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, basically people are kind of – you know, I mean, it just so happened coincidentally, but you can't go by a week that Manhattan sales had their slowest week since 2020 in high-end stuff because of the they believe because of the volatility of the stock market, and there were only just 12 contracts that were over four million dollars this week, which that's right. I think previous week there was 25, but you know, you can't go by a week. Okay, because if something isn't signed or it's just about to be signed, and there was a lot like in the pipeline that just didn't get signed. Um, But basically, um, 10 was not a lot. 
Uh, and the highest price deal this week was a $26 million unit at 15 Central Park West on the Upper West, West Side, which was listed for $28 um, million in April and uh, sold for 26 and, uh, the, the And the seller purchased it in 2014. And the second most expensive contract was for $15 million, and it was an off-market penthouse at 155 West 11th Street in Greenwich Village. And uh, there were, uh, you know, so, you know, and when they say slow, we still have huge deals coming in. And New York is still New York. And I, and I you know, I, I've been reading all, like I said, when you read the papers, there's so many different opinions, um, U.S., European, economic uh, at, at looks at growing recession risks and uh, Powell sees no let-up in inflation. Uh, I, you know, I want to tell everybody about the housing lottery that there is. But when you really look at things, it, they're all people's opinions, and they just take history and kind of try to predict. But one thing I do know is that people have ca- more cash. Most people have more cash than they had because they couldn't spend their money during the uh, COVID. I mean, there wasn't a lot you could spend your money on. You couldn't really go out. There was no place open. Uh, I remember being in the city, and Ace, I'm sure you remember, like maybe a year ago or a year and a half ago, and there was not a car in the street. And I said, what's going on? I remember like it was yesterday, Dottie. You know, there's, remember there's that? No I felt like that old Twilight Zone. Okay. Yeah, it was like it was like I Am Legend in New York, where where there was nobody on the streets at all, and now and and, and to your point, Dottie, nobody spent money. Everybody was home, and uh, you know there was a lot of pent up demand, and I think that's that's what happened really with real estate prices. You know, there was such such a huge pent up demand throughout the last two years that literally the minute you know, we came out of the pandemic somewhat, um, you know, we, we saw a huge surge very, very quickly as well. So, And I don't, you know, now, like I said, I, I have so many different articles here that I'm, I, I mix up on which paper said what, but the point is that, I mean, they're making it sound like dramatic. And, and it, I mean, this is, is true that if you, if you, um, if you bought, what, what were the rates to a year ago? Like 3%? 3%, 2.75, Dottie, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the, in the low threes, high twos. So, you know, so so they're saying now affordability is going to be a factor for people. Um, and, again, I'm not saying that they're that's incorrect because, obviously, the rates are – a lot harder than they were a year ago, but in in the course of history, they're still low, in my opinion, because I never bought at six percent. I was every every house I bought was higher than six. So you know, and it says you know that you know U.S. equity reached twenty seven point eight trillion during the first quarter of this year. I mean, people really. made money because the house prices went up so much. So, like, if you bought a house a couple of years ago where normally 
it takes a while before if you like if you wanted to take your house and sell it right after you bought it, you're usually going to lose money. But with the prices that escalated so much, you could have bought a house in the last year or two and made money on it if you sold it. And oh, I think definitely that, that is, yeah. <laughs> You know, that home flipping thing that you see on TV. And by the way, for all of our listeners, it's not as easy as they make it on TV, okay? <laughs> I watch how they do it on TV. And, yeah, you could make money on it, but you really have to know what you're doing and you have to know how to bid and you have to have the right contractors. But people really buying a house in the last couple of years because of the prices going up so much. So my opinion, because no matter what you read, Whatever you're reading is the future, so that's an opinion of somebody. I think this is healthy for the market. I think that the prices will not go down. I don't, I don't see prices falling. I see a more leveling off of the market because there's still a great demand. Um, now, what are you seeing with mortgages? Now, I know there might be applications that are down, but what are you seeing on the mortgage end of it? Well, applications are down because there's there's little to to no more refinances because rates are at a at an all time high right now during this marketplace, right, Dottie? But there's still a lot of activity on the purchase side of things. People are still getting pre approvals, and and look, there's a little bit of a sticker shock factor where you've seen your payments go up by forty percent. So there's a little bit more of a um, just not hesitancy, Dottie, but just really folks. Uh, looking at their payments a lot closer, working on different uh, products to really allow them to have affordability. So you are seeing a little bit of a sticker shock effect. But, you know, I can tell you right now, Dottie, I'm working with folks that are looking to purchase in New Jersey, Long Island, and and folks are still buying and they're still, you know, looking at and homes and things of that nature. But I do think as more inventory comes into the marketplace, it's going to allow folks to really be able to, um, you know, maybe negotiate and get some really, really good deals during this time, Dottie. So I, I would say, look, you know, there's always two sides to the story. There's a lot of doom and gloom in the news today. But whenever there's sort of conversations about a recession, things of that nature, always remember that there's an opportunity on the other side, right? So when you when you, when you you see all, all this negativity on the news with inflation, supply chain issues, uh, rates going up higher, there's always going to be the other side where the sellers may really need to sell. And, you know, right now they, they, they haven't been used to this type of uh, sort of change in the marketplace for the last two years where just like what you said, Dottie, we've seen appreciation values just, just skyrocket, right? Someone, someone bought a home in the Hamptons for 700,000 and today it's worth uh, one and a quarter, right? So it went up by 500,000 in two years. That's, that's unheard of. So I think we're going to see a little bit of a normalization in regards to in regards to appreciation. And I think there's going to be some really really good opportunities out there, Dottie. You know, if if you're in if the marketplace, you look, because and, it's worth. yeah, and if you look hard enough, there's going to be some opportunities, Dottie. I'm, I'm you know, mark my words, there's going to be some opportunities in this marketplace. And if you listen to Eye on Real Estate, which we've been doing this show for at least ten years now, I don't know where time goes. But we've been telling you, if you're gonna, if you're going to sell, sell now. Even if you don't have a place to live, okay? Because that's a big concern for people. You know, Ace. They're like, okay, because I, I, I talk to a lot of people. If they're thinking of selling, they will go. 
Well, there's no inventory. So if I sell my home, where do I, where do I move? What if I can't find something? And I say, listen, if you are thinking of selling your home, okay, because you never can time, there's no way you can time a real estate market perfectly. There's just no way. So if you were thinking of selling, you know, if you put your house on the market and maybe instead of getting 10 offers and bids, you get two, okay, or one, because I still see it as a tight market in this end of the woods, in the northeast, right around where we are. I can't speak for the West Coast because I'm not as familiar with it, but I think the same. But it looks to me that this is one of the times in the 25 years I've been in the business that pretty much the whole country is kind of in the same place, you know. Um, but if you if you if you if you if you get your home sold, and again, you should always look at like Ace tells you, don't only look at price, look at down payment. Um, Look at mortgage commitment, and those of you who listen to the show that are buying, if you want to get your offer in and you want to be the winning bid, don't just go to the bank. Get citizens to give you a commitment, uh, and there's a difference. A commitment means they will lend you this amount of money, and you can tell the seller that as long as um, the house appraises, you know, because they always send the bank appraiser in, all right? So... Um, but what's inflation? What do you see going on there? There's so much talk that it's not, it's out of control. And that's basically why they're raising interest rates to curtail inflation. That's right, Dottie. Inflation's right around 7%. It's coming uh, down a little bit closer to, to the high sixes now. So, it, you know, it's, it's definitely moving in the right direction. Uh, there are still some supply chain issues, which are still, um, causing cost of goods to be a little bit higher. But I think with with the Fed raising the rates, you know, we're going to see a, 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 a quick correction um, quite soon. And I think that's the idea, Dottie. You know, a lot of folks are saying that the, the Fed may be overreacting, but they just want to make sure that they get it right this time and that they, could, that they can control inflation quickly, right? And I think it's, uh, it's definitely working. You know, they tried a couple, a couple of different things by – saying that they're no longer purchasing mortgage-backed securities, that didn't really affect inflation. So I think what's happening now is they're just going to raise rates until we can get inflation down to a, a more normalized um, sort of rate, which is the 2% target. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll monitor it closely. We'll share with our listeners as much as we know. Um, but it seems like um, the cost of goods are definitely tr- possibly coming down right now, you know, right Right, be, right before the pandemic, folks couldn't even buy a car because there was a shortage. And anybody that had a used car, um, literally right after the pandemic, saw their values double in, in value, right? And, and you're starting to see those type of appreciation prices on cars and watches come down a little bit within the last two weeks, Dottie. So, you know, it's some positive signs that we're getting inflation under control. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see just to see how quickly we can get it down to the 2% mark. Yes, I, I, I know we have a commercial coming up, um, but I wanted to talk after the commercial a little about oh, the economists, and they're saying a recession is likelier, which I'm not really, I don't know, I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I think that we still have a lot to advance. And I'm going to tell you who's flying and 
what that demand is um, and why I think it's just a bit of a return to some normal market. We'll be right back. We're going to be talking about is there going to be a recession or is this just a little bit of a slowdown and think more uh, a move back to some normal Ah, uh, yeah, it's Coach Ice-T. Who's ready to spin? We're starting with a big hill. Let's ride. Why is Ice-T leading our spin class? Oh, it's probably the Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. That's right, Buzz. Now, spinners, really pour your heart into it and pick it up. Learn more by picking up a box of Cheerios. And check out our Pour Your Heart Into It audio workouts with Ice-T and Buzz to get your heart pumping. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune into Broadway at the Russian Tea Room Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle! When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We tried Dynavite for gut health and immune support, and after a couple of weeks, our little gizmo was acting like a puppy again. His coat was shinier, he had a lot less scratching and shedding, and he seemed like his happy old self. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. 
Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. My co-host for the first hour, Ace Butterfield and we're talking about all of the, oh, I guess you want to say the headlines that say recession, slowdown, uh, you know, uh, hike in interest rates, which is, you know, true. But it's all coming from, like, an overheated market where prices were going up, like, ash, like off the wall. Like, you know, as, as they said prior to the break, you, know, you could buy something for 700000 and so maybe six months or eight months later it was worth eight, okay, which, you know, generally is big. So now it's getting, I think we're going to have a, a more return to normalcy. That, that's kind of what I see. Um, and, you know, I... I took um, some information because when we deal with the show, we're talking mostly about residential real estate. But, um, you know, for the Real Estate Board of New York, um, James Whalen, um, he he runs that. And he basically talks about commercial real estate, which has really been slower than residential. Commercial real estate, he eyes that as rebounding. And he said the demand for office space is picking up, but with a different look. And he says that companies are working through, uh, you know, the impl- you know, what, because I think remote work is here to stay. People will come to the office and are coming to the office. And obviously there's no, um, oh, you really can't substitute the energy and the, and the, and, and what camaraderie and people getting together. I mean, Zoom is great. But there's nothing like interaction in person. So companies don't want people to stay home and just work out of home. But they won't be working the same amount. It looks like they're working four days or three days. Um, and he says that it's a piece of the city, you know, took quiet moments to adapt a new normal. And basically we're in a new normal. And um, he said New York is back on commercial in a big way. And he said, obviously, the market for housing was great. And now, you know, they're turning to coming back to the office. But he said, you know, it's interesting enough, but they want nice new buildings. Like, they're looking, in other words, employees are looking to get, like, uh, like he he basically says, oh, the Cushman and Wakefield, which is a big commercial uh, real estate company, says, out with the old. It says businesses have a strong focus on finding and retaining talent. So to attract and motivate employees, they're looking for either brand-new construction or refurbished buildings that offer a lot of amenities. So, um, And they've seen significant success that. And he said there is good news for New York as it remains a bankable destination for global capital. In addition, dry powder for equity investment remains near its all-time high. And I've always said this. One thing you can count about New York, 
tough. Don't ever bet against it. It always comes back. And as we said at the beginning of the show, a year ago it was a ghost town, a year and a half ago. Now I, I, I'm under my breath cursing. And I say, I try to time when to leave the city. <laughs> Have you ever found a good time, Reese? <laughs> no, Dad, and, and you're so right. There's traffic now, bumper-to-bumper traffic, if you're trying to, you know, just go anywhere uh, during the day by car. So you, you, you're probably better off taking a bike or taking a scooter, Dottie. But you're so right. You know, the commercial uh, real estate marketplace is actually coming back because uh, different than the residential marketplace, uh, commercial real estate really took a hit uh, literally after the pandemic. When you I'm saw residential home prices continue to increase, we saw a huge hit in commercial real estate. And you saw landlords really reimagine what the workspace environment uh, will look like to attract employees back, right? And then there was the sort of um, great sort of resignation, meaning there were, there were not enough um, workers applying for jobs. There were um, 11 million jobs available and only 5 million people in the workforce. So, uh, you know, landlords had to really think about building amenity-driven uh, type of uh, work environments, and you're seeing the landlords that are doing that you know, their spaces are getting filled up, getting high price per square footage with tech companies. And then you're seeing a little bit of the older sort of landlords or buildings really struggling to figure out, you know, what's that fine balance between attracting employees back into their buildings, attra- attracting uh, tenants back to their buildings. And, you know, they're going to have to have a couple of, uh, you know, reductions in rent incentives and things of that nature. But to your point, Dottie, Things are coming back stronger than ever. There are companies out there now that are requiring or mandating, um, you know, people come back uh, from working from home. And you're going to start seeing a little bit of a, uh, you know, transition period here. But to your point, I think working from home is here to stay. I think the quality of life is is definitely something that companies are thinking about more and more every single day. Uh, But I do think that there will be sort of mandates uh, within different industries, just having employees come back and, and having the productivity level uh, that they're used to having, right? So we'll, we'll see how landlords react. Commercial real estate is definitely a lot higher uh, than when the pandemic was going on. I can tell you I have a couple of restaurants in the city. We had to close down right. three, but there were a lot of landlords actually giving TI. TI is basically just, you know, incentives and, and uh, building costs that landlords were willing to give tenants to attract them to, to come in, into their spaces, right? So, there were a lot of those going on and there's not as much of that going on anymore because to your point, Dottie, commercial real estate is definitely coming back in a big way. And like you said, you never bet against New York because time and time again, uh, we always, always come through and, 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 you know, usually um, that's right. Dottie, usually after a huge event, you know, such as like the recession, 2008, 2009, or, Hurricane Sandy or 9-11, city rebounds very, very quickly. Uh, and, and this is something no different, right? Uh, the pandemic, we thought it was going to take us five years to get out of the situation that we were in. And literally, literally less than two years, uh, we're at an all-time high in real estate. So you never bet against New York. Uh, we're resilient. Uh, we fight. And, um, you know, again, it's, uh, the city's coming back. It's lively. There's energy, and to your point, today is a beautiful day, and and I won't be, you won't be surprised if you went to Central Park, and it's literally um, just folks, you know, walking, running, having picnics, walking their dogs, rollerblading, roller skating. You'll you'll see 
everybody come out today. So you know, it, it, it's it's definitely. Uh, I, I love the energy, Bobby. I, I love the fact that there's rush hour traffic. It's great to see cars, you know, moving around again in New York City. Restaurants opening in the district in full swing. I was you know? one of one, one of my favorite restaurants ever, and they opened an out, which is I don't know on six. I don't. Know, I think it's sixty first. I think between Madison yeah, and Leicester. Yeah. Okay, so great I was restaurant. at I was at their new one which they opened on the west side, which is around Radio City somewhere, uh, which was, I think, opened two weeks ago. And uh, I think I was there last last week one night. I forgot what night. And as their other restaurant is, it's packed. You couldn't get, you know, you had to call. And even if you call, you couldn't get a reservation. You had to wait. But the energy there, and it was a beautiful restaurant, and it was huge. And and I'm and the owner told me that he's now opening in Miami, another op. Okay, so you know, certain you know, and then you know, sometimes you'll be walking and you'll see a lot of unfortunately a lot of stores that look like they're just closed down. We did have a lot of losses, you know, during the pandemic because people fled, and people did not come to the office. And as you know, as as. Um, James Whalen, who's who's the uh, uh, head of Revney, uh, uh, the real estate board, he's the president of the real estate board of New York, as he says, we need to take a step back, and he said, keep matters in perspective. He said the pandemic is really not over, and with that said, there's been a lot of good signs. The residential market obviously has come roaring back, which we obviously know that we see that. It's crazy. Um and domestic tourism is rebounding strongly. Um, part of the commercial market, the flight to quality dynamics are coming back nicely, and we are headed also in the right du- direction. And that is true. And I live in a place that's half hotel and half condos. And so during the pandemic, uh, well, obviously there was no one there. I mean, the people that lived there even left. <laughs> and now it's packed. But I noticed it was packed with uh, a lot of the people that were staying there were kind of from the U.S., where maybe before the pandemic there was people from the U.S., but a lot of foreigners also. So the foreigners are just starting to come back. Um, You know, but but domestic, forget about it. It's jammed with people from all over the United States who are so, you know, who are just happy to get out from the pandemic and just go someplace. Um, so I love seeing, I love seeing how busy it is. And seminars and all, you know, are happening where people are bringing their employees out, out of the state. We have a commercial. We'll be right back. Don't forget to tune in this Sunday night for the fastest-growing political talk show in New Jersey, Real Talk with Ronnie. Join Dr. Ronald Joseph Lynn every Sunday night at 8 as he talks to the biggest names in politics, news, culture, and society. Listen to the day's biggest newsmakers, headliners, trendsetters, and trend breakers. There's a new show in town. It's Real Talk with Ronnie, Sunday nights at 8. Real Talk, real news in real time on AM 970, The Answer. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. 
Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports, an insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. With the 4th of July right around the corner, why not spend it doing something truly memorable this year? The 2022 NYC Fireworks Cruise on board the Atlantis Yacht is guaranteed to be a great time. There is no better way to see the Macy's 4th of July Fireworks Show than with a 360-degree view of Manhattan aboard the Atlantis Yacht's annual 4th of July Cruise. For tickets, email events at newyorkcruises.com. Enjoy this special evening with great food, dancing, and the best seats in the city to see the fireworks. A break from the ordinary barbecue, celebrate in style with fireworks, family, and fantastic views. This year, Atlantis will limit passenger count to ensure guest comfort. Tickets include a premium open bar, hors d'oeuvres, dinner, live DJ entertainment, and more. Book your memories today aboard the best 4th of July cruise NYC partygoers can rely on. For tickets, email events at newyorkcruises.com or call 718-646-8083. That's 718 646 8083. New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Join on-air TV and radio legal analyst attorney Arthur Idala for the Arthur Idala Power Hour every weekday evening at 6. The show is a mix of timely news and current events from a legal angle, compelling talk with high-profile guests and everyday people calling in, and discussions on state and local politics, health and wellness, entertainment, and more. The Arthur Idala Power Hour with attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Weekday evenings at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate as usual. And I'm here with my co-host, co-host for the first hour, Ace Water Suparp, who I, um, I've lost track. How many years are we doing this together? Oh, Dottie, it's been a while. It's been a while. Over a decade already, Dottie. You know, in the I mean, I can't, thing, Dottie, it's, it's really, break, I, mean, I, 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 I can't even think about how long it is, but it's been a long time. And all I can tell you is, and I say time. this really from my heart, Ace and I have been through uh, anything that you want to, like the greatest markets, the worst markets, any obstacle that is humanly possible to have, we've gone through. 
and come out. And you know what? That's that's what makes that's what makes you resilient. That's what makes you strong. Basically, if you believe in things. And one thing I can say about New Yorkers, um, and I don't think there's any place in the country that I know of that's anything like New York City. And I don't mean that in, a, in you know, of course, it's nice to get out of the freezing cold in the, in the winter and be in Florida for a month or two but or a couple of weeks. But at the end of the day, the energy and the people stick together. Like all of the board, you know, the board, well, they really stick together. And, 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 and employers who really, if you think about it, if they took less space, it helps them, okay, uh, because then they would pay less rent. But employees and understand that it hurts. It hurts uh, like small businesses and small retail shops and small restaurants because the people work from their house all the time. Well, then, I, you know, I would think highly doubtful that then they go to lunch. They probably, you know, order in or they have something at home to eat. And they, and they don't walk around if they're in their home. They're not walking around in their retail store. So they do, they're doing everything, and a lot of them are mandating that everyone comes back. Although it looks like that the average work week, I think people were coming back only one one day, but now it looks like they're trying to come back three to four days a week. So it looks like it's getting back to normal. Yeah, and Dottie, during the break I was reading, where do you think the number one city is in the world to travel and work remotely uh, within the U.S.? It's not New York or L.A., Dottie. What do you think is the number one city in the world? In the world? In the world, number one city. I I don't think you'll you'll get this right, Dottie, but it's interesting to see. What Um, do they say? Kansas City, Missouri, uh, Dottie. Kansas you know, it's named the best city in the world to work during the day and explore after hours without having to use um, any PTO time. According to Icelander, Kansas City, um, it, it's known for its barbecue, jazz scene, and for having more fountains than Rome. Is home to attractions including the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art, Kauffman Stadium, Worlds of Fun, and a bustling downtown. So I was surprised to see New York and L.A. Uh, not on that list, but well, you know, I read a lot of lists, too, and, you know, like, I'll see top homes that sold and this and that. And truthfully, they don't have New York City a lot. And yeah, I think because yeah, they only surprised. put all their numbers. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something exactly. to do with the – it's too complicated to explain to our listeners, but there's something to do That's with right. MLSs, and they don't report all their numbers, or they report them, they, they report them differently uh, because – and some of the places that I see, that the places, like I didn't even bother putting it on the radio because, and I should, um, but I'll read, these are the best places to live or where millennials want to live, and I've never heard of the places. So, um, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm right. It just means that maybe things are changing. But remember, when people do reports, they're reporters. So, you know, how they determine that is they go on the Internet and they can measure X amount of people who lived, let's just say, in New York City, went to sites to look in Kansas City or looked in. And that's, and that's how they get a feel of how many people are, and they, you know, assuming that those people really want to live there. So, you know, information is kind of 
a lot of it's not factual. It's just, you know, coming to some conclusions. And you can come to good conclusions. Look, no one thought New York would come back the way it did, as quickly as it did. Now, I think we still have a little bit to go. Uh, but I, I honestly, even myself, and like Ace said, if you go back to 9-11, forget about it. People said no one's going to live here. And no one's going to live in a high building. No one wants to. No one's going to want to be on a high floor, and certainly no one's going to want to live downtown. And for those of you who are New Yorkers who are visit New York, um, downtown is busier and more expensive and more populated than it ever has been. And the high, the higher the floor, usually the more money they want. Um, so they were totally wrong. But as I said. That is why even, even you know, uh, businesses are trying to get people to come back and saying you've got to come back a certain amount of days because they also want to keep all the small businesses healthy. And like I said, conventions are back on again because I see them like companies, you know, that, you know that's another source of a lot of revenue uh, with foreigners and people from other states and a lot of companies, we all did conventions. And with COVID, nobody could do that. Now, Ace, I don't know if you've heard, but, you know, you're hearing now with the flights that there's a lot of flights canceled because there's not enough pilots. I read an article the other day that if you're going to Europe, it's chaotic. Uh, because, Dottie, because, my friends were traveling to Greece uh, two days ago, and it took them literally uh, over over two days to get to Greece. There's so many delays. They missed a connecting flight. And to your point, uh, there's just huge shortages and just a high demand this summer for travel. And so if you're thinking about traveling to Europe, um, I, w- I would suggest definitely trying to book the first flight out um, instead of the last flight because there's been tremendous, tremendous delays. Dot. It's funny that you mentioned that. My friends were just traveling to Greece t- uh, two days ago, and, and it took them two days to get there. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a crazy, crazy uh turn of events uh, for them. I was following them on social media and it was just, uh, it was chaotic at, uh, at the airport study. So definitely, definitely. Yeah, so yeah, I think travelers are feeling it. Of, yeah. But you know something that's the good news and bad news at the same time. The good news is people are able to travel again. Travel people is are back. Able exactly. Exactly. You know, that's the good news. And again, I think sometimes our memories like sometimes forget but truthfully, like when the pandemic, you know, when this whole thing happened, I'll never forget it. I was kind of, well, I was in a restaurant in the city. I'll never forget it. And I was waiting for a table. And this couple, this young couple that were waiting also said to me, and at that time, the pandemic was in Italy. It really was, it, I don't remember that it was, that we even heard of a case in New York yet. If you go back. It was big in Italy, and you were hearing about what was going on in Italy. And this couple that were waiting for a table said to me, you know, Dottie, or, or, you know, because we were talking, and I, I said, oh, you know, I introduced myself while we were waiting for, like, 45 minutes. Uh, she said, I have a friend who's a doctor in Italy. Now, that's where the pandemic, if I recall, it was one of the first places it hit. And um, she said to me, you want to hear what he says? And I said, Sure. And she took a, an email out. You know, she got her iPhone, and she took an e- she showed me an email. And he basically said, if the United States 
doesn't want to end up like Italy. It wasn't the ventilators that they that they lost people. It was oxygen. They didn't have oxygen, and you know they needed you know, some of them when they got sick needed oxygen before they could even get to a hospital or a ventilator. So um, what do you think I did? I I made sure at the time you couldn't get it was you needed a prescription. It was hard to, to get, but I made sure to get this little. Um, it looks like a little suitcase. And you plug it in, and if you're in a car, you can put it into your the lighter where the lighter is, and it charges it. Wow! And it's a little that's pretty cool, Dottie. What? Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but if you look at now, okay, and if you remember the papers, and and if you remember at, at eleven o'clock, and you know this is not political. I don't get political about things, whether you like Cuomo or you didn't like him, but. He would come on at 11 o'clock, and I remember, and we were on lockdown, and I'd put it on, and the first thing you saw was death. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. it was a very scary time, because at most I mean, Daddy, of us... We, we had over, curfews. Yeah, we had curfews yeah. back then. Folks couldn't couldn't leave or really roam around the streets after 10 p.m. You know, nothing right. that we've ever seen before. Yeah. Right, and, and Ace, when it first happened, how long did you think it was going to last? I certainly not. I mean, oh, I, I, thought it was last, I, I thought it was going to last maybe a month, and then it was three months, and then it was six months, and then it was a year. But, but Dottie, to your point, during the pandemic, um, I think I, I was one of the first travelers uh, because Citizens Bank, you know, was going to the different marketplaces just to visit the team. Right. And, I mean, the airport was so empty it was actually a sigh of relief right you could walk right to the gate security line was empty it was it was insane it was definitely a a, a scene from from a movie for sure you know i'm glad i took some videos just to kind of remember what the time oh, you were did? Like that then. was so but smart i did i did Dottie. you know i i even took a video of, of me sort of just walking around new york city times square where it was just like nobody there and you know the pictures were 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 amazing. They were beautiful, Dottie. Just nobody on the streets, but you know, you kind of you kind of get like New York City um, at its at its best, right? Where where it seems like the city is sleeping, it's quiet, but some beautiful, beautiful pictures for sure. Oh, well, that was so smart of you to take them. I took a few. Um, I took a few when the city was like there was no cars, and I took a few of like Fifth Avenue with not yeah. a car on it. Okay, <laughs> there wasn't a car, you know, and and then I'll never forget that I, 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 I wanted to get the, then the vaccines came and I had a friend that said, oh, I can get you a vaccine in Florida if you could be here in two days. So I said, I'll be there. Okay, and I then I go. I remember going to Florida, and I thought, what am I in another country? Because in Florida, I mean, they were wearing masks for the most part, but not at all as strict as New York. And people were still at bars and having drinks and stuff. And New York was very strict. But the density in New York is like no other place. And also, I, you know, I start to think back and I say, uh, people like in more suburbs or places like rely more on driving, you know, driving cars, whereas a lot of New Yorkers, you know, use mass transit. And, you know, obviously, you know, so there was a lot of people around and they couldn't afford to take the chance. But I I think that 
when you look back, it kind of, you know, I'm hoping I think the worst is over, and it looks like people who have, you know, I still know people who are getting COVID, okay, but it looks like they don't have, I haven't heard of somebody that I know who's had a really bad case. I mean, you know, they seem much milder. How about you? Did you ever, you know, did you find the same thing? Definitely, Dottie. Of course, you know it's uh, I don't. You you don't you don't hear COVID being as it's still here, but you don't hear it. It's, at least it's I still don't hear Dottie, but, but you don't really um, hear it as much. Obviously, the airlines, uh, they they actually lifted the mandate for you to wear a mask. You know, it was actually really really tough to wear a mask on on the flight. You know, for three, four, five hours and. You know, you're starting to see less and less of that happening. And, you know, I, I think it's great. You know, it, it's definitely coming back to normal. And I think folks were really, really just, you know, really looking forward to just going back to, to, to living a normal life. Normal. Right, without Whatever we thought that. was normal, okay? Exactly. And we're going back to exactly. normal in a lot of ways, okay? And now, the only, you know, I think inflation is a problem. I just, you know, filled my gas tank and the... Uh, this is a lot. I mean, I you know it's off the wall, but um, so we have inflation, and that affects the cost of living, the cost of borrowing money. Um, it obviously, affects mortgages. But to my point, yes, the rates now are higher than they were two years ago. But those of you who got mortgages two years ago at three percent or whatever it was two years ago, really, I hadn't seen those mortgages in my lifetime. So those rates, I mean, that was really the, you know, those rates were so low. So consider yourself you had a gift. Uh, okay. But how does inflation have affect the homeowner? Well, I, I, I must say that usually people say real estate is a hedge against inflation because housing prices, um, don't usually housing prices are still rising. They're just not rising at the same level, but they're still rising, and there's still a demand for them because we had such a shortage of supply. We might have more of a supply now, but it's not that we have an oversupply. And so, at this point, um, there's still a demand that's just housed. As I said earlier in the show, maybe you'll get two offers rather than ten. I know we have a break, Ace, but I would. What about a silver mortgage? Should people consider that? Can you talk about that after the break? Should people go for fit or should they go for adjustable mortgage? We're going to talk about that right after we have our Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.